you deserve the praise and worthy is your name worthy worthy is your name jesus you deserve the your name Jesus you deserve the praise worthy is your it's what's your cross I bore it was your my cross you bore so I will live in the freedom you died for worship Jesus come on and my word life is gone my life is yours and I will sing of your goodness forevermore worthy is your name Jesus you deserve the praise Worthy is your name, worthy is your name, Jesus, you deserve the praise, worthy is your name, worthy is your name, next verse, Jesus. You deserve the praise, and worthy is your name. And now my shame is gone. And now my shame is gone. I stand amazed in your love undeniable. grace goes on and on and I will sing of your goodness forevermore worthy is your name Jesus you deserve the praise worthy is your name worthy is your name the praise worthy is your name one more time worthy is your name worthy is your name Jesus you deserve the praise worthy is your name worthy is your name Jesus the praise worthy is your name worthy is your name Jesus you deserve the praise worthy is your name Father God we bless and worship you have your way in our midst oh God 
if you can use anything, use us for your glory. Speak your word to each and every one of us, Lord. May none of us live the same. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. 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 God is good. And all the time, God is good. So we're going to continue our message on the power of thanksgiving and praise. Hallelujah. Thanksgiving and praise are very, very important in the Christian's life. Hallelujah. You can pray amiss according to the book of James, but you cannot thank and praise God amiss. Hallelujah. Praise and worship, thanksgiving, praise and worship are one of the highest forms of prayer. Hallelujah. Now, why is praise and worship so powerful? Why is thanking God or having the attitude of thanksgiving very, very important in the Christian's life? Now, we're going to talk about it. We talked about that last week. What was the first? The first is it is our duty to praise God as priests. It is our duty as priests to praise God. Amen? And we read from Revelation 1, 5 to 6. Let's quickly go. Revelation chapter 1, verse 5 to 6. Just a quick recap. And from Jesus Christ, let's use NL. Okay, let's use the yeah, King James. And from Jesus Christ, who is the faithful witness and the first begotten of the dead and the prince of the kings of the earth, Unto him that loved us and washed us from our sins in his own blood and hath made us kings and priests unto God and his father. To him be glory and dominion forever and ever. So we said that priests, one of the duties of the priest was to minister to the Lord in the tabernacle. Hallelujah. And you and I are kings and priests unto God. So as priest we must satisfy our requirement of ministering to the lord then we read from first peter chapter 2 verse 5 and verse 9 first peter chapter 2 verse 5 and verse 9 first peter chapter 2 verse 5 and verse 9 hallelujah Amen. make sure it's the other doing it and now God is please make sure. And now God is building you as living stones into his spiritual temple. What more you are God's holy priests who offer the spiritual sacrifices that please him because of Jesus. Think about that. Now let's go to uh, verse 9 and then we'll read it in the NLT. Verse 9. As this, uh, but you are not like that, for you are a chosen people. You are a kingdom. Okay, let's start again. We're going to read from King James. We're going to read verse 5 and verse 9, and then we'll read it again with the NLT. So we read verse 5 in King James. Let's read verse 9 in King James, and then we'll read them in NLT. Is that good? Very good. So, But ye are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, an holy nation, a peculiar people, that ye should show forth the praises of him 
who hath called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Think about it. Now let's go to NLT verse 5 and then verse 9. When you go home, you can read from 5 to 9. But, uh, and now God is building you as living stones into his spiritual temple. What's more, you are God's holy priests who offer the spiritual sacrifices that please him because of Jesus Christ. When you read the context, it will be clear what he's talking about. Now verse 9, but you are not like that. You are a chosen people. You are a kingdom of priests. God's holy nation, his very own possession. This is so you can show others the goodness of God, for he called you out of the darkness into his marvelous light. So it's pretty clear that our duty as Christians is to minister to the Lord and to praise and to worship him. Hallelujah. Now Hebrews chapter 13, verse 15 and 16 in NLT. Hallelujah. Hebrews chapter 13 Verse 15 to 16, NLT. Praise God. With Jesus' help, let us continually offer our sacrifice of praise to God by, pro pro by proclaiming the glory of his name. Isn't that powerful? Don't forget to do good and to share what you have with those in need. For such sacrifices are very pleasing to God. So what God is saying is that we as kings and priests, when we offer spiritual sacrifices of praise to God, and we help those in need, it is very pleasing to God. Oh, hallelujah to Jesus. Amen. Number two. We have what many others don't have. Hallelujah. When you and I decide to count our blessings and, and name them one by one, we will be surprised what God has done. Amen. We will be surprised what God has done. So you and I must have a thankful attitude because of the many things God has done for us. Psalm 103 verse 1 to 5. Psalm 103 verse 1 to 5. Are we there? Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. Who forgiveth all thine iniquities, who healeth all thy diseases. Hallelujah. So it's, let's continue. Uh, we're going to verse 5. Who is everything okay there? Can, are we able to get it? Because it's not helping. Hallelujah. Who redeemeth thy life from destruction? Who crowneth thee with loving kindness and tender mercies? Are we in verse 5? Because it stopped. Who satisfies thy mouth with good things so that thy youth is renewed like the eagles? Hallelujah. Let's start again from verse 1 to 5. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me, bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. Who forgiveth all thine iniquities, who healeth all thy diseases? Who redeemeth thy life from destruction? Who crowneth thee with loving kindness and tender mercies? Who satisfies 
or satisfieth thy mouth with good things, so that thy youth is renewed like the eagles. What a blessing. So God is telling us that the many things, or reminding us of the many things that he has done for us. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me, bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not his benefits. If you and I remember God's benefits, we will bless the Lord. If you and I remember his benefits, we will bless him, we will praise him. And what are some of his benefits? Who forgiveth all my iniquities. So it means that I've sinned and God can forgive me. Not that he can, he will forgive me if I confess my sins. And that is a great benefit. That's one of the greatest benefits, our sins being forgiven. And then the Bible says that who healeth all thine diseases. So every disease, every sickness, think about it. God is healing us on a regular basis. Who redeemeth thy life from destruction? Why we are not destroyed? Why we are not dead? Who crowneth thee with loving kindness and tender mercies? When you see how good God is, you can tell that, look, he, is loving, he, he has loving kindness. He has compassion. He has mercy. He has pity. He, he, he loves us so much and, and, and he's so merciful, full of mercy, full of grace, full of loving kindness. And he satisfies our mouth with good things. And then he causes us to be renewed like the eagle. He causes us to be renewed, meaning that when your strength is about to finish, the new strength comes. Like the eagle, new strength comes. So you, you are always refreshed. You are always strengthened like the eagles. Hallelujah to Jesus. Number three is, no, that's number three. Number four, yeah, number three is that because it is well with you. Hallelujah. Then we read from Romans 8.28, and we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are the called according to his purpose. And then 2 Corinthians 4.15, hallelujah, quick recap, 2 Corinthians chapter 4 and verse 15, while we look not at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen. For the things which are seen are temporal, but the things which are not seen are eternal. Then the Bible also says that all things are for our sake. Hallelujah. All things are for our sake. Hallelujah. What a blessing. All things. What verse is that? 15. So you gave me 14 first, right? Okay. For all things are for our sakes, that the abundant grace might through the thanksgiving of many redound to the glory of God. So all things are for our sake. All things work together for good. So no matter what happens in my life and in your life, all things will work together for our good. All things are for our sake. God does everything for our sake. When God is, is, is working in our lives, when anything happens in my life and in your life, it is going to be for my sake. Whatever happens, whether we lose a job or we gain a job, once we are doing what God wants us to do, once we are in Christ, all things are for our sake. Whether it is good or bad, the good, the bad, and the ugly, all things are for our sake. And we know that all things will work together for our good. We'll work together. We talked about that last week, so let's continue. Hallelujah. The next is that be thankful and praise God because you believe he has heard your prayers. He, Mark chapter 11, 
from verse 22 to 24. Mark 11, 22 to 24. And Jesus answering said unto them, Have faith in God. Have faith in God. For verily I say unto you, that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, there was a literal mountain they were looking at. When I went to Jerusalem, it's full of mountains in Jerusalem. So he was looking at a literal mountain in that area and said, for, that, uh, for verily I say unto you that for whosoever or that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, he was pointing at a mountain, be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea and shall not doubt in his heart or her heart, but shall believe that those things which he seeth shall come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he seeth. Then the next verse is that, therefore, I say unto you, what things soever ye desire when ye pray, not after you've prayed, not before you've prayed, when you pray, whilst praying, believe that you receive them and ye shall have them. So we are thanking and praising God because we believe we've received. Amen. Michael, do you, what do you have in your hands? Where is your phone? So Michael has his phone, and I'm asking Michael to give me his phone. Michael, can I have your phone? What do I say? Thank you. That's because I've received it. I believe I've received, and I'm thanking him for it. So once you believe you've received, you thank God. Can I have an amen? So when God opens a door and gives you a miracle, something that is, is a miracle, I heard of a miracle recently, something pray, we are praying, 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 praying for something, and then God brings a miracle. What happens? We rejoice, we dance, we sing, we clap, we praise God. Why? Because we have received it. Jesus is saying, believe you've received. That's why the, the power of prayer, power of thanksgiving, power of praise is very, very important. Hallelujah. So we thank God because we believe that God has heard our prayers. What do you think? When you believe it, you thank God for it. We said a lot last week, so we continue. Now the next is, where did we end? Four. So number five. Now we are starting this week's message. Now number five. F the first epistle to the church at Thessalonica. Chapter five, verse 18. Glory to God. Hallelujah. The first epistle to the church at Thessalonica. Chapter five, verse 18. Very good. Let's put our hands together for those who got it in the, that room. In everything. Oh, some have written only when things are good. In everything. Some will say only when my pocketbook is full of money. That's what the Bible says. In everything, give thanks for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. Why is this important? Why is giving thanks the will of God? Because when the will of God occurs in my life and in your life, you will be thanking God. So thank him in advance because his will is going to be done in my life and in your life. In everything, whether good, whether bad, in everything. Why? Because you and I know that all things will work together for our good. Why should we thank God in everything? Because we know that all things are for our sake. Thank God in everything. Why? Because no matter what is happening in my life and in your life, it would eventually work together for my good and your good. God will turn things around. Look at Joseph. Look at what Joseph went through. Joseph was a good man, not like David. 
David, Joseph was a good man, only that David loved God more. David loved God more. Joseph was a good man. But when, when God is bragging on someone, he brags on Dave. Hallelujah. Joseph was a good man. Why do I say that? Because Joseph did everything well. His father was happy with him. Jacob was very happy with him. He did everything well. Then he was sold into slavery by doing everything well. Then he was put in the dungeon. In, in, well, before he was put in a dungeon, he became master of Potiphar's house. Think about it. Then Potiphar's wife came for him. David would have entered into Potiphar's wife, without a doubt. No, there's no question about it. David would have had it. But Joseph did better than David in that he ran away. Then he was thrown into the dungeon. Now, you and I will be thinking, if you and I were Joseph, things are getting bad. I'm serving God, but instead of things getting better, things are getting bad. Things are getting worse. What is my life? What, what, what is happening to me? Why are things not going well in my life as I am serving God? God, I don't understand. Lord, why? It's not making sense. Why are things not working out for my good? Then, as he was put in the innermost dungeon, he, I'm sure he had, he, he, I mean, imagine you give up. You and I will just say, we are done. God has forgotten me. God has forsaken me. God does not remember that I was trying to do good and my trying to do good and put me here. If Joseph had been with Potiphar's wife, Potiphar's wife would have made sure that he didn't leave. He would have just been the master of Potiphar's house. Maybe even killed Potiphar and took his wife for good, like David did. But he ran. And yet, God knew that he was going to make Joseph prime minister of Egypt. God knew that he was going to make Joseph greater than every person in Egypt apart from the Pharaoh. That's even when the Pharaoh is on the throne. Wow. But look at what he went through. That's why you and I must just thank God in everything. In all things, give thanks to God. Whatever is happening in my life, I've lost a job. I'm thanking God. It doesn't mean you are thanking God and sitting down at home. Oh, I thank God and you are praising God every day at home. No, you are working hard. You are binding. You are casting devils out. You are whatever you need to do in your prayer. Whether you are going to short put prayer in tongues, whatever you are going to do, do all of it, but be thanking God as you are doing it because you know you've believed, you've received. You also know that it's going to work together for your good and my good. Oh, I thought you put your hands together for Jesus. No matter what it is, all things are for our sake. So in everything, all things means all things. All things means when you are crying, your pillow is wet. All things means when things are not going well. All things means when you don't have money to pay your bills. All things means that when problems are arising and they are causing you to sink, your boat is being filled with water and it's sinking. You must give thanks to God in all things. What do you think? Very, very important. So the Bible says, in everything, give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus. It is God's will for us to be thanking him. It is God's will for us to be appreciative. Hallelujah. And God is very, very interested in praise and thanksgiving. God is very, very interested in it. It's amazing, but God always wants us to acknowledge that he did what he did. 
Thank God in everything, no matter what the circumstances may be. Be thankful and give thanks, for this is the will of God for you who are in Christ Jesus, the revealer and mediator of that will. So God's will will be done. So long as you and I are Christians and we are in Jesus Christ, that's why uh, the Amplified says, who are in Christ Jesus. So long as we are in Christ Jesus, everything, every circumstance, no matter what it is, will eventually work together for my good. And if God were to give us a preview or a prophecy of everything that is going to happen in our lives, every day we'll be thanking God. Imagine you are in a pit. Imagine you are sinking, but God has given you a video of how you are going to come out of the sinking ship and how you are going to be in five years' time, how God is going to lift you up, how God is going to promote you, how God is going to bless you. Imagine as you are in the pit or as you are sinking, he's told you what is going to happen. Oh, I'm in the pit, but I'm dancing. I'm sinking, but I'm dancing because I know God has taken me out. But the Bible says that in all things, God's will will be done in our lives. All things will work together for our good. So I better start dancing now. Who glory to God? I better start dancing and thanking God. I thought I would hear a louder shout of amen. In all things. All things. Because we have the answer already. We, 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 the, the, our future has been predicted. God has already written down my future and your future. Oh, I have plans of good, not of evil, to bring you to an expected end. Oh, I have plans of hope, to, 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 not to harm you, but to bless you. I know it already. I know that I'm more than a conqueror. So if I'm more than a conqueror, why am I having a pity party? If I'm more than a conqueror, why am I having a pity party? Why am I depressed when everything is good? Because we don't believe the word. If we believed the word, like I said, imagine you are in the worst of circumstances and God gives you a vision and tells you, David, David, or Krista, Krista, this is going to happen. This is going to happen. You are going to be taken out of this. You are going to be promoted. You are going, in X years time, this is what's going to happen. You are going to be successful. You are going to be rich. You are going to be serving. You are going to be doing this for me but you are sinking and you are miserable. What are you going to do with that information? Oh, I'm going to dance. I'm going to thank God. I'm going to praise him because God has told me the answer already. But actually he has. He said, I'm more than a conqueror. Who glory to God? He says we are more than conquerors. If we are more than conquerors, why are we crying? Of course we will cry. But as you are crying, I'm not going to cry because it's, I've, I've, I've already overcome. I'm already an overcomer. I'm already victorious. I'm, a mo I'm, I'm more. I said I'm more. I'm more. I'm, I am more than a conqueror. Who glory to God. And because I'm more than a conqueror, I better rejoice. I'll rejoice in him. I said I'll rejoice in him. It looked, I, I was expecting this path. But this path came. And it looks like a gloomy path. But God has told me already that I'm more than a conqueror. So even though it looks like a gloomy path, it's going to take me to the best path. Who glory to God. Because God's will is perfect. Romans 12, 2 says, then you will know what is the good and perfect. No, uh, 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 and be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you, you will be able to prove what is that good, what is that perfect, what is that acceptable will. 
Oh, glory to God. Did you get that? Of God. You will be able to prove the perfect and acceptable will of God. It will be proved in my life, in your life. So if it's proved, the perfect, the acceptable, the good will of God, the good will of God cannot be that I'm poor. According to who? The good will of God doesn't mean I'm a sickly man. The good will of God and acceptable will, be will of God does not mean it means that my pocket, glory to God. I said my pocketbook, my wallet, my bank account is full of money. Amen. Glory to God. Not money to brag on it, but money to help people and to enjoy my life as helping. How can you be helping people? The Bible says in 2 Corinthians, how can you help people? And you are you are sickly and you are helping people. Helping people and you are struggling with poverty. You, you couldn't find your, 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 the meal. Your, 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 you don't know where your next meal is coming, but you're helping people. The, the, the God will never do that, has never done that, and cannot do that. Oh, did you hear what I'm talking about? But the Bible says that he who, who, he who gives seed to the sower would multiply your seed and give you more than enough for yourself and to be able to continue to help others. I thought you put your hands together for our Lord. There's more to be said about that, but this will not progress if we don't continue. But in all things, glory, 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 glory. I said in all things. Ajin, I said in all things. In all things. In all things. In all things. You lost everything. In all things. All things are for my sake. I lost everything. I didn't lose everything. I lost everything because God is going to give me glory to God twice as much as I had. Hey, I said twice. The Bible says that Job lost everything and God gave Job twice as much as he had before. I see you and I getting 10, not even, Job was two times. We are in a better dispensation than Job. I see you and I getting 10 times as much as we had before. I thought you put your hands together for Jesus. In all things. Okay. I said in all things. Who glory to God. Whether it's good or bad, in all things. I see all things working together for your good and my good. When God is doing anything, from now on, anything God is doing, it is for our sake. And so far as it is God, the Bible says no one can counsel God. If God decrees something, it can never be uh, disannulled or it, or it cannot be annulled or canceled. Anything God does, the words that come out of his mouth will never return unto him void. It will accomplish what he has purposed. So it cannot be that God will delight in my prosperity and I'll be poor. Impossible. The creator of the universe, he, he, he has whatever he delights in, he gets because he's God. And if he delights in my prosperity and your prosperity, we are blessed. Oh, hallelujah. The Bible says, let them shout and sing for joy. Those who favor his righteous cause. Let the Lord be magnified. Who hath prosperity in, who, who hath pleasure in the prosperity of his servants. So that verse, of course, will have to apply if you are a servant of God. If you are not a servant of God, you can't use that verse. God delights in my prosperity. Hey. So anyone who is a servant of God can rejoice in that fact. That the, uni the creator of the universe, God Almighty, is so delighted when I prosper. He, he delights in my prosperity. He's desiring my prosperity. He wants my prosperity so much. He, he's, he's excited when I'm prosperous because I'm his servant. It will happen in 100% certainty because God will get what he delights in. 
I said, God will get what he delights in. So let them shout for joy. Psalm 35 is what? Hallelujah. 27. Let them shout for joy. Who glory to God. Are you shouting for joy? Who glory? Glory to God. Are you shouting for joy? I give God the praise. Let them shout for joy. Glory. And be glad. Hey, I'm glad. Be glad. I said be glad. Not be sad. The Bible didn't say let them shout for joy and be sad. No. Let them shout for joy and be glad. That favor my righteous cause. Yea. Who here favors God's righteous cause? What is God's righteous cause? We've talked about it a lot. His righteous cause is his righteous cause. It has to do with helping people. Fruit of righteousness are fruits of helping people who don't have glory, 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 glory. So it means that if you are that kind, then shout for joy. Glory. If you are that kind, then be glad. Who favor my righteous cause? Let's, let's see what Amplified says, then we'll come back here. Glory to God. Hallelujah. 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 Let those who favor my righteous cause and have pleasure in uprightness shout for joy and be glad and say continually, let the Lord be magnified. Who takes pleasure in the prosperity of his servants? So let's go back to. Let them say continually. Why aren't we saying continually? We should continually say, the Bible is charging those who favor his righteous cause to continually say, God, I magnify you. Glory to God. It is not right for someone who is favoring God's righteous cause to not be magnifying God. Because once you are favoring his righteous cause and you are serving him, well, you cannot favor his righteous cause unless you are serving him. How possible? It, can, it cannot be. Let the Lord be magnified. Who, have pros, who, who takes pleasure in the prosperity of his servants? Philippians chapter, let's go back to that verse. Philippians chapter 1 verse 11. Being filled with the fruits of righteousness, which are by Jesus Christ unto the glory and praise of God. What do you think? Number six. Why should we praise and thank God? I praise and thank God. You praise and thank God. Why? Thank you. Thank you for the cross, Lord. Thank you for the price you paid. Bearing all my sin and shame, in love you came and gave amazing grace. Thank you for the. There you go. That's, that's, that's hallelujah. Thank you for the cross. Why should we thank and praise God? Because of the cross. Because of the cross, because of salvation. John 3, 16, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth on him should not perish but have everlasting life. Because of what Jesus did on the cross, I am not condemned. Because of what Jesus did on the cross, I will not go to hell. Because of what Jesus did on the cross, I will not experience the wrath of God. Because of what Jesus did on the cross, 
I will not go to hell because of what Jesus did on the cross. I am reconciled with God or to God. Because of what Jesus did on the cross, I am saved. So because of that, I'll rejoice. But it's not everyone who can rejoice in this. If you are not saved or you've not accepted what he did on the cross, how can you rejoice? Rejoice in what? If he came but you don't accept it, it's not going to help you. But if you've accepted his salvation, then rejoice and be glad because it is something to thank God for. The song says, thank you, thank you for the cross, Lord. Thank you for the price you paid, bearing all my sin and shame. In love you came and gave amazing grace. Hallelujah. Thank you for the cross. Thank you for the cross. Thank you for the nail-pierced hands. Thank you for saving me. That is one of the things that Christians sometimes forget. Why do you think Jesus instituted the communion? Why? He said, in remembrance of me. He wants us to remember what he did. But many Christians have forgotten what Jesus did for them. Many Christians have forgotten the cross. So many Christians, when, when, when someone is preaching about the cross and how Jesus died and saved them, it's like, yes, let's continue. But someone who is thankful will weep or would be emotional or would, would, would be appreciative, would just look up as they are hearing about the cross because he saved me. Not only did he come to die and save the whole world, but he decided to choose me and cause me to approach him and to be saved. There are two things. One is that Jesus died for the whole world. Number two, Jesus chose me and caused me to be saved. Jesus said, no one can come to me except the Father which called me, draws them unto me, and I'll raise them in the last day. And God has called everyone. That's why we evangelize. That's why. Why would Christ come and die this painful death for a few folk in church to sing and clap and dance and have parties? Is that why he came? So you and I, when we appreciate the sacrifice, there's another, uh, 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 I'll never know, I'll never know how much it costs to see my sins upon that cross. I, I, I'll never know, I'll never know how much it costs to see my sins upon that cross. I'll never know, I'll never know how much it costs the creator of the universe who is God, who has never not existed, He's always been God besides the Father and God. God manifested in the flesh. Jesus Christ is God, the creator of the universe, never created, has always been existed. There's never been a time that there was Jesus, the word, was not. The same way God the Father existed, Jesus Christ the Son has existed the same with the Spirit. No difference. He's the express image of the Father. 
upholding all things by the word of his power. God the Son, the second person of the Godhead, he, he left his majesty above, came down to the earth in the form of flesh, and after condemning sin in the flesh by never sinning he, and obeying the law, he died a shame, not just a death, but one of the most shameful deaths. That's why the Romans, once you are a Roman citizen, you will not be crucified. You, the, the, it was so terrible that at least Caesar said, as for Roman citizens, we cannot crucify a Roman citizen, so we'll behead him. We, because beheading is, you are done, you are, you're finished. You behead and you get a very skilled person, not like uh, American or Scots. I had American Scots. So when they, they, they had to cut <laughs> a few times, she suffered. Yeah. I'm sure it was intentional to let her suffer. Or oh, is it Mary? I think it was Mary. Phoebe, is that right? Phoebe. Yeah. Mary, Queen of Scots. Yes, she does. Yeah, she, she didn't die with one strike. Two, three. Yeah. But at least for a Roman citizen, they'll make sure it's a skilled, <laughs> skilled person. Whom they are done. Saul of Tarsus, Apostle Paul. One, he was you're finished. Because the Romans at least had that privilege. So imagine how terrible such a death was. Crucifixion. He died on the cross. The God of the universe. Who, who, who created, the Bible says, he created the universe. Jesus Christ. All things, Colossians chapter 1. From verse 14 to 18. Around there. All things were created by him. All things were created by Jesus Christ and for him. John chapter 1 verse 1 and 2. All things were made by him and created by him. And yet, he left his throne and came to his creation. And allowed his, himself to be subject to his creation and to be killed and crucified for you and I. A terrible death. And then rose from the dead. And you and I don't see the appreciation. We don't, we don't understand that we're going to hell. We're, we're, we're enemies of God. We were separated from God. And God brought us near through the blood of Jesus. We need to be thankful. We need to be thankful for the cross. Why should we thank God? Also because of the cross. Glory to God. Even though the hands, some people say this place is not strong enough for a nail to go through to come out. So it was here. That's rubbish. Why? Because they can tie a rope. They can secure. They can put the, the nail here and tie your hand on the the cross, the stick, and you still hold because the rope is securing your hands. Imagine the palm of his hand. His feet, I mean, for it to go through both feet into the wood. Thorns. When I went to Jerusalem, we saw some of those thorns, but it was worse than we saw. It, when you hold it, you cut it, you bleed. And you put it on his head. Pressed it. In Isaiah, the Bible says that he was disfigured. 
Jesus was so disfigured, his face, because plucking his beard, they had, he had a lot of beard then. They plucked it, they beat him, they spat on him. He was so disfigured that Passion of the Christ makes it look like a kindergarten story. And he was naked. And he, the Bible says that he was so mad and scared that people could not even look at him. Because when you see someone whose face is really messed up, you will not be able to look at the person. Even now, now, today, if someone comes here whose face is disfigured, you, you won't be able to look. That's what happened with Jesus. Isaiah 50, uh, explains it, 52, 53. For you and I, God subjected himself to that. Oh, I better praise him and thank him. I'm going to dance and praise him. What comes my way? The greater one is inside of me. Who glory. His name is Jesus. I'm born away. Hallelujah. So it means that you and I, he, we owe our allegiance to Jesus, our Nazareth, our Christ. We owe our praise and our thanksgiving to our Mashiach. We owe it to him. Yeshua Mashiach or Jesus our Mashiach. We owe it to Christos. We owe it to him to praise him and to thank him. And he, he, he wants the thanksgiving. That is why he instituted a communion. Because this is my body which was broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Think about it. Apostle Paul said, For I have received of the Lord, for I have received of the Lord that which also he hath delivered unto me. That the Lord Jesus, the same night in which he was betrayed, took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, Take it. This is my body which is broken for you. This do in remembrance of me. After the same manner also, he took the cup when he had sub, saying, This cup is the New Testament in my blood. For the remission of your sins, this do ye in remembrance of me. For as often as ye eat this bread and drink this cup, ye do show the Lord's death till he comes. You do show the Lord's death till he comes. You do show the Lord's death till he comes. Oh, I better praise him. He is worthy of all, all honor. That's why in heaven, when John the Revelator went to heaven, he said, look, there, was, there, was, God, there, was, there were seals, scrolls and seals. And, the, and, and it was tied. It was sealed. And it was concerning the salvation of man. And the father asked, who is worthy in all heaven and earth, the universe? Who is worthy to open the seal? And there was silence in heaven. Glory to God. I said there was silence in heaven. And there was quietness. No one. No one was worthy in heaven and earth to Open the seal. Then, glory to God, the lamb that was slain said, I am worthy to open the seal. And he opened the seal for the salvation of men. We shouldn't praise him. We shouldn't thank him. Oh, we better praise and thank him. He is worthy of all praise. I say he is worthy of all adoration. Not just praise. Not just, not just thanksgiving, but praise. Praising him, exalting him, and adoration. Complete Total adoration and surrender. Look at Romans chapter 12, verse 1. Complete. Look at it in uh, uh, Amplified. Complete. That's why the, when, when you hear Jesus, the, that, when you just say Jesus, then it's like saying honey. 
that name Jesus, if you, I, 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 that name, that's why I like in the name of Jesus. When is the name Jesus, when you are magnifying Jesus, then it's like a, a, a light switch has come on because of what he did. Hey, someone like me who thought I'll never be saved. I'll try. People will preach to me. I'll cry. I'll say, okay, I give my life to Jesus. Nothing. The next day, I'm back to normal. Someone will preach. I'll say, Jesus, I, I, I give you my heart. I'll weep. I'll say, from today, I go to sleep. The next day, I'm smoking my thing. And I continue. Then, another time, God will bring someone to preach to me. I almost died many times in the streets of London. <laughs> many and then, someone will preach to me. And I'll say, this time, I'm sincere. I'll give my life to Jesus. Then, the next, that, that evening, this, I'm with a girl, and we are in the club. Then he saved me. And I should sit down, and when I hear Jesus, or I hear about the cross, I should just say, okay, yes, this is a good message. No, I better praise him. I better sing and praise the Lord, because he has done a wonderful thing in my life. He saved me. That is enough. That's why if God decides not to do anything again in our lives, the fact that he saved us is enough. Oh, yes. No, oh, God is good because I have a car. God is good because I, I, I have a house. God is good because my pocketbook is full of money. No, no, that's true. But God is good because he saved me. That's it. And he's so good that he didn't only save me, but he added more. Look at this. I appeal to you, Romans 12, 1. Therefore, brethren, and beg of you in view of all the mercies of God, all the mercies of God that saved you, to make a decisive dedication of your bodies, presenting all your members and faculties as a living sacrifice, wholly devoted, consecrated, and well-pleasing to God, which is your reasonable, rational, intelligent service and spiritual worship. It's reasonable. What Jesus did for you and I, it is just a basic, reasonable thing to give our lives to him. Reasonable. Reasonable. It's not... Oh, oh, I have to work. Oh, I have to do. Yeah, of course, if you have to work, I'm talking about people who, after work, it's like, let me plunge myself into my job. I can boldly say it because I plunge myself into my job. I plunge myself into Jesus more. I work to 4 a.m. many times. Many at the times I work to 4. So I plunge myself. I work like a donkey sometimes. I sit down, which is not good. I'll sit down, stare at the computer nonstop for eight hours sometimes. Bad. Of course, I've changed that. Trying to still, but I'm changing it. But even if you are doing that, making sure that you are making a devoted, consecrate, you are, you are devoted, you, 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 you've offered your body, your life, whilst you are doing what you are doing, because it is just a basic reason, reasonable. That's why Jesus said, when you've done your Lord's will, if you worked hard and you come home, your, your, your master doesn't need to say thank you. You've done what you need to do. God doesn't need to thank us. We need to thank him by serving him. Service because of what he has done. Yes. That is appreciation. That is appreciation. Appreciating the Lord. What do you think? It's just reasonable. It's just reasonable. Offer ourselves just as 
I mean, we, if you are so appreciative, there's a movie I watched, very touching movie, about people who will be in part of the worst parts of hell if they don't repent. There are certain people that when they die, they are going to be in one of the worst chambers of hell. And in the lake of fire, there are different degrees of fire burning. They will be in one of those if they don't repent. I'll explain. I was watching a movie about human trafficking, sex, slaves. You understand? Men who steal little girls and take them to, 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 to force them into sexual slavery. Now there was a girl, and the father was this kind of guy who would not give up. She was taken into slavery. It's, hallelujah. And they used her, they destroyed her, they finished it, they just destroyed her. And the father was able to infiltrate and kill people, you know, all these wild things, and then got his daughter. When he saw the daughter, the daughter didn't want to even, please, I'm too dirty, stay out, I'm too dirty. I'm mis destroyed, so I'm not worthy for you to come. And he hugged and said, it's well, it's well. That's how we should feel about ourselves and God. How God has helped us. How God has saved us, that we are not worthy. We are but dust. We are but dust. So if such a God would not only save us who are nothing, useless, and have become uh, uh, great. Uh, uh, useless, what's the opposite of useless? Useful. Yes, thank you. So we're useless, and Christ saved us and made us useful. We must, we must see ourselves as useless who have been made useful and see God as, wow, God has delivered me from such a terrible, shameful thing. I'm, I'm going to cling on to him, my master who, who redeemed me. Imagine how the daughter will behave towards the father. Who, wow, you did this for me? You, you risked your life, wow, for me? And she was crying, for me, me. Oh, that's how you and I should behave. God, you, for me, you, nothing like me. Oh, I better praise you, I better thank you, I better honor you, I better give my life to you, I better praise you. You are too good, what, what kind of person? I mean, what, what kind of God are you? In fact, you are too good, I, I, I don't know how, yeah. I, I can even stand your presence, but thank God I can. I'm not out of word. I'm just out of time. We need to praise our God. Let's stand to our feet and give him praise. Hallelujah. For the cross. For the cross. For the cross. Oh, Jesus. Thank you for the cross. We thank you for the cross. Mashandarabasandarabasandarabasandarabasandarabasandarabasandarabasandarabasandarabasandarabasandarabasandarabasandarabasandarabasandarabasandarabasandarabasandarabasandarabasandarabasandarabasandarabasandarabasandarabasand
speak to him to ask him to help you to save to 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 help give you a heart of thanksgiving and praise come on a heart of thanksgiving and praise that's right thank you for the cross lord thank you for the price you paid bearing all my sin and shame <clears throat> in love you came gave amazing grace thank you for this life lord thank you for the nail Wash me in your cleansing flow Now all I know Your forgiveness and embrace
the Lamb. Father God, we bless and worship you. We thank you for the cross. Thank you for the nail-pierced hands. Thank you for the cross and, the, and, and what you did on the cross for our sins. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. We appreciate it. We appreciate what you did on the cross. Now, whilst in Jesus' name, now whilst we are replaying, just continue to just reflect on the cross. Let's just continue to thank him. <clears throat> yes, just continue to thank him. Just continue to reflect on Jesus. Oh, yes. Thank you, Jesus. worship you. Just be appreciative of the Lord. In love you came and gave amazing grace. Thank you for this love, Lord. <clears throat> Thank you for the nail Wash me in your cleansing flow. Now all I know, your forgiveness and grace. Where is the land? Where is the land? Let's take the top again. Worthy is the Lamb. 
let's take the top again <clears throat> thank you for the cross thank you for the cross love sing it with all your hearts thank you for the price you Bearing all my sin and shame In love you came And gave amazing grace Thank you for this love, Lord Thank you for the name Washed me in your cleansing flow. Now all I know, your forgiveness and embrace. Worthy is the Lamb. If you are here or you are watching on Zoom or you are watching online and you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, the Bible says that Jesus died for the whole world. So we need to accept his sacrifice, his blood sacrifice on the cross. He wants us to be reconciled to God. If you know in your heart that you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, if you know in your heart that you are far away from him, if you know in your heart that if you die today, you are not sure whether you go to heaven or hell, then I want you to repeat after me. Heavenly Father, I come to you in the name of Jesus Christ. I confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. I believe that he died on the cross for my sins. I believe that his blood was shed for my sins. I believe that God raised him from the dead. Lord Jesus, please come into my heart and come into my life. 
Forgive me for all my sins and cleanse me from all unrighteousness. From today, I belong to Jesus Christ. I thank you, O God, for sending Jesus for my sins to be removed, to be cleansed, to be forgiven. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for saving me. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Father God, we thank you for all those who have given their lives to Christ now and will give their lives to Christ in the future. We bless you. We give you all the glory, all the honor, all the praise. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Amen. So let's get a song ready for offering, but let's take out a good offering, our tithe, our offering, hallelujah. It's time to give to the Lord. Hallelujah. The Bible says that it is more blessed to give than to receive. That verse is from Acts. Apostle, uh, uh, well, Acts, the Bible says that how we know that the Lord Jesus said that it is more blessed to give than to receive. So these are Jesus' words that were being rehearsed to the people. So may we indeed understand that it is more blessed to give than to receive. Hallelujah. Amen. So um, it's time to give our tithe also. If you have your tithe, your first and best, which is 10% of your increase, hallelujah, that belongs to the Lord. If you want God to secure your finances, to bless your finances, then it's very important to give your tithe to the Lord. Hallelujah. And God will bless you. Amen. Bound before the ancient of days, blessings and honor, blessing and honor, glory and power. Give on. So you can just give to the numbers on the screen. Keep the the offering stuff on the screen, please. Ancient of days. The offering should be on the screen. Thank you. So oh, you can keep singing. Don't don't stop because I'm singing. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Father God, bless us as we've paid our tithe. And as we've given our offering, in Jesus' name we pray, amen and amen and amen. God bless you all on Zoom. And God bless you all online. Hallelujah, online viewers. I want to say that you are blessed. And we are all blessed. All of us here too, we are blessed. Hallelujah. All of us who have been a part of this service, may God bless you. May God keep you. May God preserve you. And may God make you prosperous and great. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you, those online. Shalom, shalom, shalom. We welcome our sister.